step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you can pay? And his partner, for Mecca City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Wrestling Daft, the greatest wrestling podcast in the United Kingdom, the greatest Tony Khan fan cast in the United Kingdom. And we are recording this one day before the broadcast of the first dance, AEW Rampage, on 20th of August, 2021. It is currently the 19th of August, 2021, and I am sitting with the great Stevenson Dream, the man himself, the man they call, Grado. Hi, man. And also producer John is here as well. Hi there. How are Uh, you? No, I know we've got a show plan and all that, right? But this... As I feel as if we are putting this episode out on the eve of one of the most significant days in the history of professional wrestling, the sport we call professional wrestling, the art form we call professional wrestling, the business. Let me tell you something as well. You know, it's called show business. It's not called show friends, is it? Uh, that's a good one. I like that. I sometimes I I use that. I use that. Uh... I've used it in TV and I've used it in radio. There's an old saying we say in wrestling. I say, show friends. It's bloody show business. Exactly. And they go, that's exactly. great. You know, one time, the great Kendo Nagasaki said to me, um, that'll be a tenner, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Just ten. So... What have you been up to this week, Grado? Ah, uh, you know, I've been doing in London. And, you were doing in London? That's I was funny, in London. so was I. I was doing in London uh, and all, mate. Uh, what were you up to? What were you up to uh, doing in London as you're fixing your mic? Uh, I'll cover for you, mate. I'll cover for you. Uh, what were you up to doing in London? Well, let me fill hello? this in. Grado's got a mic problem here. Uh, while he's fixing that mic problem, I was doing in London as well. Me and Grado met up for a wee coffee while we were doing there, had Hello. a wee chat. And uh, it was nice to see him. It was actually the first time. Can you believe this? The first time. Hello. This is the kind of story I would tell Tony Khan if I met him. It's the first time that me and Grado have actually met in person. And how long, Grado? Do you, you see me there now? Aye, we can hear you. We heard you all through that. Just shouting. Hello? Hello? Shouting, we could hear you. Hello? Oh, Grado. Sakes, my earphones, my earphones are fucked. 
see when we saw each other on Monday. Uh, that was the first time we'd seen each other for how long? Since the last time we'd done Wrestling Daft at the studio, which would have been March 2020. So we're talking, what, 17, uh, 16 months, 17 months, something like crazy. that. That is crazy. And it was like we'd never f- f- stopped seeing each other or something like, like that. Like we'd never missed a but beat. It was, um, we hadn't missed a beat. It was nice seeing you, mate. You were wearing your lovely uh, trousers. You was wearing lovely, colourful trousers, like kind of tie-dye ECW trousers, or they're nice. Your gutties, your kind of—they were kind of weird gutties, man. But I like the style. It was a legendary. You seen me? It was oh. a legendary moment. We can hear you, mate. I we can hear you. Uh, but it was nice. Obviously, we can't tell people why. That we sounds like I'm slagging you, doesn't it? That's a, I didn't even mean it like that. Did that's I? Right. No, that didn't, like he, I was... didn't he? he said, no, it just sounded like you were bullying me a wee bit. That's all. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, we can't tell anybody why we were doing. But I'm yeah. sure in the fullness of time, we will be able to tell tell this story. It'll be a funny anecdote. Um, uh, but it was nice to see you, Grado. It was good to see you on was... on the Monday. Yeah, it was good. So apart for that, mate, just in radio, um, usual, get, you know. So could I interject you? Could we get listeners to maybe guess what you were doing in London? Let's do that. Why don't we listen? that? The listeners can like that because guess. if they actually, if they actually deep delve dived into Google, they probably could come up with. No, let me tell you something. Right, I will be amazed if anybody guesses why we were done. I'll be well, honest. Uh, do you know right. what? Let's let's put it out. We need to get a prize out for this one. I tell you what, wrestling. If you can nail it, if you can nail what they were doing, wrestling daft t-shirt is all yours. Right there, you go, wrestling Beautiful. daft t-shirt. Right. So let me put this to you as well. Right. While we're while we're chatting about this stuff, something else significant happened this week. It was announced that our sister show and wrestling daft, the marks is no more. Um, was sad, John. You myself and Grado have successfully put the marks out of business, <laughs> as we promised we would. Um, the <laughs> what night, what, what, what day terrible. did the marks episode go out, John? The marks went out on a Tuesday. We're doing our very last Marks show this Tuesday. It's a bit, maybe like it could be like uh, when Shane came on to WCW TV. Maybe one of you should come on uh, to the listen, start. It would start be an honor. Show. It would be an honor Aye. to appear on the last episode of the Marks show uh, because I've been, I've been a big listener. I know, I, I know, Rab, I know you You come in, you say, you go, oh, I love that fancy booking thing you do, you really enjoy that, even though... You're good at that, John, you're good at that, fantasy booking. We've not done it for six months now, but... Who's one, who's, who's one of the... Uh, <laughs> who's one of the uh, presenters? Oh, my God, Grado. Big Alex and Gary Cassidy, I'm glad right. you listened to the channel. So, I'll, so, so I'll, I'll do this thing where I turn up and I'll go... Gary, you know how you spell your name G A R Y? Well, after the night, it's gonna be spelt G double O double N double E. God. I'm sure just the one thing to say, Gary Cassidy. Right? How dare you? How dare you get all the big interviews? <laughs> how dare you? Every week, this Gary Cassidy guy is like sitting down with Sean Michaels. <laughs> Stone Cold, sitting down with Stone Cold, fucking Bruno Sammartino, sitting down with, with fucking so Masahiro man. Chono. And we're fucking struggling to get bingo balance on the show, you know what I mean? Unbelievable. This guy, 
He's good. He's good. But so, yeah, John, John, why did you get barred for Squared Circle Reddit? Is that because the <laughs> podcast is wrapped up? <laughs> no, that, well, that's a different story. But I just want to say, first of all, before we go on, thank you for all the messages, for everyone that's messaged about the Mark show. We'd love to continue it, but like, I am running at the moment six radio shows and four podcasts, and some had to give before I, I got a divorce. You must be oh, see, oh. John, you must be fucking loaded, man. Oh, You're running how many? Six podcasts, you get six radio shows, you're working for George Bowie, you must be rolling in it, mate. I wish. Because I, I know George Bowie pays big money, man, because <laughs> he does that show, he's bringing in the big bucks, you know, he's got, mm-hmm. a, wee, he's got a wee game on the side as well, wouldn't he? you know what I mean? A wee bit of dealing in that. <laughs> <laughs> For legal reasons, I would just like to say, George Bowie... Is he still doing that? Is he still doing that, mate, eh? <laughs> so, say, uh, you must be making a fortune, John, man. I wish, I wish, but it's more... John, how much you going to bank? Grado, I'm trying to make a heartfelt and passionate speech about the Mark John. show, and thank you to all the listeners that listen. We John, really were you... It. Sorry, John, right. here, but were you... When you when you did the last Mark show, did you get did you get a train home or a white wig on? <laughs> Playing home with a white wig? No, why? I was just because I saw a photo the other night on the internet and I thought, oh, I looks like fucking John with a white wig on. <laughs> what what are you talking about? I've no idea what you're talking about. You don't know about. what I'm talking about. I no. just saw a picture, it was on a train and it was for the back and it just looked like you with a white wig on. I might be confused. Oh, wheels has gone. <laughs> I don't know where Anyway, sorry, finish after your thing. Thank you, uh, one and all, to all the wrestling listeners that have continued to listen to the Marks as we uh, tried to deliver, obviously, all the marquee stuff about wrestling. But uh, Gary's got a lot going on in his life, Alex has got a lot going on in his life, and I've got a lot going on as well. So, yeah, it's just been really hard to keep up with everything um, and basically have a life as well. So... Hope maybe it's never seen ever in wrestling. We always say thank you, Grado. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so it's never seen ever in the wrestling game. We know that comebacks can happen all the time. We'll be doing our final mark show as we look back at SummerSlam next Tuesday. And just want to say thanks again, one and all, and forever and ever keep marking out. Do, 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 can I tell you? Well done, mate. That was nice. Thanks, Fredo. Do you know I used that song at my mom's funeral? Brilliant. It's just it's fantastic. That's that's that's. That was great. probably the first ever show I promoted was my mom's funeral. <laughs> Honestly, let me because tell you it something. was a show, man. I wanted. I fell out with the minister. I fell out with my dad. Like <laughs> I bought a sound system for the church. It was a running order, man. I was like fucking Paul Heyman. This is the dance! You, you have no idea what I've done for the run-up to that funeral, man. I wrote a couple of... I wrote a speech. Like, I'm telling you, man, that, that was the first show that I ever ran when I think about it. Because the minister came to my, my dad's house and he was and I was like, look, I want to play a couple of bits of music that my mom always said she wanted. And he was gone, uh, you know, due to legal rights, we can't play songs in the church. I went... Your ass. Your ass. Yeah, I goes, you know, it's not going to be simply the best, or you'll never walk alone. It's not going to call. He was like, nah, you need to. It's there's licensing stuff now. I went, I went, stay there. I went, stay there. I'll phone Edinburgh. I'll phone Edinburgh the music rights and I'll phone it right now. And he was going, ah, I mean, you don't need to. I mean, um, this might have changed. I went, no, no. And my dad was going, sit down, Graham. Sit down. Stop. Don't be cheeky. Stop being cheeky to the man. No, but I was going, I was going to half my nut. He goes, well, what you can do is we can, you can bring a wee CD player 
and you can play the songs as folk going in. I went, right, okay, I'll do that. So see the morning of the funeral, I told my mate, I got my mate Patty up at half seven in the morning, right? <laughs> we, we, we went to, I, I had uh, bought like a, a Bosey, a big Bosey sound system. <laughs> we went, we, I picked him up at half seven, we went to Morrison's, we got something to eat, right? And I thought, how are we going to do this? And we went to the we went to the minister's house about maybe about half eight, and he was still these uh, still these uh, nighty, you know, he's nighty, he's goony, kind of these dressing <laughs> hair oil the gaff and all that chap. He's done. I've got a big ghetto bus. I was like, right, can we go and set this up in the church for later on? And he was like, oh, aye, all right then. So he takes in the church, man. He's in his fucking dressing and hair oil the gaff and all that, right? And then so we set it all up, right? And I blast like time to to check out me, and it was so loud, right? So loud, and the minister was. Getting all that awkward way, like kid when he was counting Bibles. Bible, you know what I mean? <laughs> Time to. And he was going, just looking up the Bibles, kid, and try, because you could tell he was fucking raging. <laughs> he was raging. <laughs> we go to Aussie, we go to Aussie up, not that, like fucking. At the funeral, my mate, big mate Patty, standing with a ghetto blaster, and I'm like, three, two, one, press play. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucking right. Because oh. I wanted uh, I wanted this song on last. I wanted Spirit in the Sky at the end. Do you know what I mean? Aye. I wanted that. Do you know right. I wanted that? Right. Right. It's quite right. Right. See, if, see if I pass before before you, right? Which is unlikely, right? But, <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, true. it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> but what well, can you? Could would you do the honour of like sorting out my funeral? Because oh, that's, mate. I'm a mate, if MD wants a funeral organised, I know the tunes to get you gone. <laughs> what do you mean, I get know... you gone? Like, get you partying or greeting? Beef, mate. You, you've got to include a bit of happy greeting, emotional music, stuff like that, man. <laughs> Just to kind of, I don't know why I keep going on about it, but like, obviously, my speech, man, I'm like, <laughs> you're putting myself over and all that. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's like, I can't even think about it. You know, I mean, I've performed in front of seven and a half thousand people with him. Put myself over! I'm not fucking speaking! But today, to see all these faces. <laughs> 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 fucking! What the fuck? It's ridiculous, man. You know, I'm st- I stand here, stand here today with experience of performing in front of life. <laughs> You know what? It's so funny, man. <laughs> oh, it was funny, man. Oh. Oh, fucking... <laughs> right, right. No, first of all, last week. Last week. By the way, God rest our moss. <laughs> I know, man. You know what I mean? Rest them. First off, we asked this question last week. If we were to book a live show for October the 31st in Glasgow, Spooky Club, would you come? And we are resounding 90% of the vote. It's a big yes. All we need today now is find a venue. We're going to get going on that, try to organise some kind of Halloween. When is it? October the 31st, by the way. Sunday. It's, it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. I've come up with a potential venue idea. Run this past what do you think about the record factory in Glasgow? Because it's got a stage. It's got a wee booth. We could maybe take over there in the afternoon. Or it, it could do evening. And then we could take over. I thought that's quite a good well, wee space. Well, well, I don't know about you, Rab, but I need, I need a green room. Right. I need, I need a table for my merch. I need to be behind curtains. You know, we can't be, 
you know, there needs to be a spectacle when we come out because technically this could be the first time that, you know, we've done an entrance in front of a live crowd. It needs to be right, you know? Right. Nice. Has it got other utilities? Well, it's got, I was, bands play there, so I assume it's got dressing rooms and everything sorted around the back, yep. That's must have, must have, must have. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll, we'll discuss this, we'll discuss this. Uh, Johnny Popper says, gimmick infringement alert, Gredo does his riddles in football daft, right? So he's got a wrestling daft themed riddle for Gredo. Oh, right. right. Ready? Yeah, let's do it. Ready, Gredo? Here you go. Yeah, let's do it. You speak to me like I'm a beer, but the Welsh town is not enough. Who am Welsh I? Welsh town. You speak to me like I'm a beer, but the Welsh town is not enough. Michael Barrymore. Nailed it. <laughs> Fucking, is it really? It is Michael Barrymore. Because Barrymore, town. You speak to me like but- beer, Mike, my, my cow, Mike, my cow, is it? I don't. I don't get the first bit. It's just Barrymore like that's giving away. Michael. I don't get where Michael's the why that's Michael, but I, I, Barry, Barry, the tune and more it Barry Moore. Is it so Mike, just, as in a Mike? Do you speak to me like so? It'd be like a Mike. Speak to me like I'm a beer. An R would be short for alcohol, no? Michael. Maybe. You need to get him to come back on Johnny Popper. Johnny Popper. It's it's good. though. well done. Nailed it, Pedro. Thanks to Andrew, by the way, who's that was fun. Up, thanks to Andrew who flagged up a thread on Reddit for Squared <laughs> Circle that celebrates the seven-year anniversary of the Gradleberg entrance, which is a fantastic. You should Google this. You should YouTube this. It's Gradle's uh, Goldberg takeoff for his entrance. Uh, what show was that again, Gradle? Shug's House Party in 2014, was it? Shug's House Party 2014. Some very nice comments on there. Duku says that this is the number one entrance. And second is Punk in Chicago, Money in the Bank. And three yeah, is by the way, else. it's got to be up there, but... It is up there, by the way. It is up there. It is definitely up there. Uh, Arnest Vale says, Grado beating Drew Galloway almost led to him smashing the telly as he jumped out his seat and sent his Guinness hurtling across the room. Absolutely love that boy. Lots of lovely comments. Oh. Uh, Ender MB Thank says, you. I would love to see Grado in AEW. You're listening to Tony Khan. I know Tony Khan listens to this show. Even if it's just a one-off appearance or a temporary thing. And dude with a Reddit says, I don't believe in many things, but by fuck, I believe in Gradle. Is he, are these comments of the Reddit? Yeah, yeah. I. It was yeah. very complimentary. I went on and thought, oh, this is a great opportunity to promote the podcast. They're talking about Gradle. So I put, and Gradle still does a podcast called Wrestling Daft, available in all podcast providers. And I got fucking banned from the, the thread. Uh, You're not allowed to do that on Reddit. You're not allowed to go on and promote your own thing like that. You're right, Reddit has got a very thing with Very and strict. I, I messaged you... the moderators. I messaged the moderator. I wasn't having it, so I messaged the moderator saying, what's the crack here? It's a thread about Grado. It's topical. It's on brand. It makes sense. And then they messaged back. There was a bit of back and forth, and then they realised that they were in the wrong because apparently I'd been flagged up by Reddit in the past for saying something, which I hadn't because I'd just joined, so... <laughs> Anyway. Were you flagged up for saying in the past? No, I did like some. You're saying you agreed with the Taliban? They say sometimes they get it wrong. So I said they've got it wrong on this occasion because I've just joined today and I've never posted Reddit before. But there you go. I just want to get the shit in and um, they, they, they apologise. So thank you very much to Squared Circle for uh, getting back to me. Thank you very much. Fuck Squared Circle. Fuck Squared Circle. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> um, oh, that's nice. That the funniest thing about it, though, right? 
as on this thread, there was British people, there was a whole other British people trying to explain to Americans what pantomime was. <laughs> I'm <laughs> swear to God, because people were saying that Gredo was doing pantomime now, uh, and people were going, Americans were going, what's panto? Uh, they don't, they don't, I mean, I, I, I had to tell TNA the first year that I was in, I was like, I'm doing a TNA, I'm doing a pantomime, and I think they just, Gredo, I think Josh Matthews said it one episode, he's doing his Christmas show in Glasgow. <laughs> He's doing his Christmas stage show, his one-man show in Glasgow. Uh, they just don't get it. They don't get what a pantomime is. They don't get it. Uh, so, but you should go and have a look at this. Go and find this thread and have a look at it because it's a good laugh to read. I won't read out all the comments. We'll spoil it for you. Uh, Daniel, just going to put this out there, says Daniel. Is all the basketball stuff in AEW like the first dance being in Chicago alluding to the last dance and the big surprise being Michael Jordan walking out? Maybe Robert Florence could discuss this in Basketball Daft. I've already have discussed the whole first dance, last dance, carry on on Basketball Daft and covered that. Michael Jordan. That was like one of your first subjects, was it not? Yeah, Michael Jordan's never going to appear on a wrestling show. Uh, we did have, though, a couple of episodes ago on Basketball Daft, we did have Dennis Rodman on. And I could just again thanks Dennis for jumping onto that and some great stories about when he was with the Bulls and when he was working with Hogan and Hogan. stuff like that. So go and check out that episode. It's a couple of episodes two weeks ago. Uh, for that interview with Rodman and thanks for setting that one up again Gordon as well and it's been a while but the pun in is back All right. this week we wanted your TV show based oh. wrestling puns right you ready Gredo? oh Christ I want to read them don't read them don't read them I'm going to read you some out right, Billy yeah. says still deadly game yeah. killing Eve Torres they're not very good, these ones. Stephen, the photographer says, Orange Cassidy is the new black. No. Malachi Blackadder. No. Dude Lovejoy. <laughs> I quite like Dude Lovejoy. Tackled. Karate Warrior 2 said, Test Drive. <laughs> oh, he likes that Oh, one. he's popped eyes. Ah, he's popped eyes. <laughs> oh, if it's a show I presented, it's funny. <laughs> Mate, uh, mate, like this one as well. Brain said Scott Spirit Squad. Uh, yeah. uh, Ray Phoenix Knights. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, Cemetery Girl 13 says River City Machine Guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, let's see. William says the Wyatt Family Fortunes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's- Stephen, oh no, must that's crap. I went. Chris says, sorry, Stephen, no offense. Chris says, DX files. <laughs> Porcho says, whose clothesline is it anyway? Oh, that's nice. And smack down to Nabby. Stephen <laughs> <laughs> says, Godfather Ted. <laughs> that's a good one. Bongulio said, Thomas Tatanka engine. <laughs> and Bill's Eye Buchanan. <laughs> Graham says little house on the Rick Flerry. Mr. Sittle says Adam Shameless. <laughs> Scott writes that Fresh Prince of Bianca Belair. That's fun. Breaking bad news by it. Bar it. Jordy Coyle says Mr. Astermind. <laughs> He also said, take the high road, dog. <laughs> and he said, two pints of Justin Liger next pack of crisps. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, they're, they're, that's 
Paul says. <laughs> That's Paul says deal or no deal, O Brown. <laughs> Darren says the antiques. <laughs> The Antiques Dusty Roads show. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley Face says Tajiri's Castle. <laughs> That's nice. That is nice. Breaking right. Bradshaw. Yeah. Uh, Brother Love Island. Uh, sorry. And Two Doors Duggan, which is terrible. They try to get a pop for you there. <laughs> and Sean, we maybe my favourite. Everybody hates Chris Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. That's a good one. That's and if you smart. want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter, Wrestling Daft, on Insta, Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. <laughs> you know, every week we like to separate the bad for the good in wrestling, the DFS for the IRS. Oh. What? That's quite good, John. Uh, what do you feel about what you want to put all this week? Shall we talk about whether you want to bury or whether you want to put over Jericho walking out on AEW Dynamite? He was not allowed to have Judas playing as part of the deal, but as he walked out to silence, the entirety of the AEW crowd sang the entirety of Chris Jericho's wow. entrance theme. Now, I thought that was maybe something that a man called Grado would appreciate. And he just... That's brilliant. That's great. That's brilliant. It's been done before. I've done that before. <laughs> when did you do that? Um, it's happened to me two or three times because obviously you take the risk you know, when I, I always tell the promoter, you know, the most important thing about me is my entrance, so the PA better be up to scratch. And I it fell out the PA wasn't before. working. Shaz had to hold me back before because they fucked up my entrance. I've <laughs> been like raging, but it has cut out before and the crowd have sang it, so it can be done. But he's obviously, Jericho's obviously seen me in full. That's a freaking. The reason why he I must want... have watched a clip of SWA in Cumbernauld Primary School. <laughs> the reason why I want to put this over is because. That was a completely manipulated and built towards moment. Oh, of course. Right? So it wasn't something that happened it organically. And, and I've seen people criticising it because they're like, the AEW have kind of designed it so this would happen. But fucking exactly. This <laughs> is the kind of thing that the WWE can't do nowadays. They don't, have, they don't have the creativity or the craft or the long-term planning to go... We're going to build up to this moment where we're able to do this. The craft we're is able to do something. Like that. Mm-hmm. that is definitely um, the craft. Yeah, and uh, that's why I want to put that over. Well, also, I, 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 I've kind of know been keeping up with a lot of the wrestling stuff, but I read something that there's a press conference for the post show on Friday, so I'm taking it that's going to be Punk. Then I've arranged Punk's. Punk will be there and there's a press conference later. Am I making this up or have I, I, I did see that? It's the first I've heard about that, but I would imagine that's what the deal is. AEW had announced like a mega press conference for the show. Oh, there's so much hints um, now. It's definitely happening. Oh, I, just def- want to, I just want to put this out there to anybody listening to this show. Be in no doubt, okay? You can take this as, as gospel for me. You need to watch AEW Rampage tonight. If you're listening to a show on the Friday, the 20th of August, you need to be watching Rampage because you need to be there when it happened. 
You're not going to watch it and come away disappointed. That's what can I'm I, telling you. Can I ask a question? I, I caught the first match for Rampy. It's just an hour show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Is, is it recorded? Like, was last week's for the Wednesday show? No, I don't think so. You're no. joking. You kidding on? They surely could, are they really booking arenas for one hour shows? I think they must be doing a double taping, Grado. I think they must be taping AW Dark and then also then, then moving on to Rampage. That's how I'd imagine uh, it's working for the live crowd. I, I yeah, mean, yeah. I know it will definitely be live tomorrow, but I would imagine what they're going to do is, you know, record the live show and end in the next couple of weeks. You know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it works. I, I, thought, think, it was, I thought it was. Anyway. I mean, you don't, you don't have a. I mean, I could be wrong, but you don't have a. I book it a full you can't I don't know you think he's Celtic I, either way they know what they're doing now, do you know what I mean it's but even even if they had an hour of dark before and then they had Rampage it's, it's still a two hour show I mean you can sell you can sell tickets to that easy I don't know but you can't sell tickets to a two hour wrestling show every fucking wrestling show I've ever been to life has been too long oh mate of course too fucking long everyone I'm sure I've done a show once when it was 32 matches for the for the what? Even the ones I've promoted, too long, mm-hmm. too fucking long. Because right, TNA used to um, obviously they would they would they, I remember one time they recorded they basically done July, it was two thousand and fifteen and they recorded in July right mm-hmm. and they recorded up till December. Jesus, how many? When you were there, Grado, how many shows were you recording in one stint? So every there was at least two every night. Right. So what they would do is, sometimes they would do a live show, right? What they would do is, they would do it as live, so they would do it an hour behind. So they would do it live, and then when that went off the air, you would record the next week's impact as well. Then the next day, you would you then record the third and the fourth week, and then the next day, the fifth and the sixth week. So it was always like four days or two, but, but that, that one, I can't remember why, but it was kind of things were going tits up, and it was, yeah, it was like something like 16 days of taping. Eight eight shows a break for a day, and then another eight shows, and you were doing two or three shows a day because you were obviously doing impact, but you're also recording explosion as well. See, I think that any company that records shows that far in advance, there's a problem right there. I think. Oh, does it work, Rob? Because you can't follow the mood. Uh, what's happening out in the world? You can't. You know, you can't follow the the mood of the audience. You can't. It's a mistake. Well, it's the big m- thing about it as well, Rab, was, you know, people were coming for the, the fun park. You know, there was generally only yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. to 30 real fans. The rest were made up of folk going in and just to, you know... To see what it was. Aye. So you kind of gauge the, the crowd reactions to stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, uh, so let's see what the punters are saying. Sean wants to bury fans crying that Jeff Hardy beat Cross and crying again when Cross beats Hardy. Once they put all the Cena and Reigns segment on SmackDown. Oh, man. Oh, here, by the way, before we go any further, before this person says this, I want to put her Christian. Because that was a good match last week, bro. <clears throat> Listen, it's fucking incredible, this guy, really, yep. when, when you think about it. This, this guy who was retired, came back at a Royal Rumble, yep. and now he's in AEW, headlining, winning titles, and, and, and wrestling... One of the top guys in the world and looking great wrestling one of the top guys in the world at his age. And just just what a guy. He's like, Christian's one of the guys that, like, nobody doesn't like him. Do you know what I mean? Do, do you remember? My favourite memory of Christian was that 2005 run. Remember that? Aye, I did remember Remember that. when he was just over, like, fucking Rover and 
the, the I remember specifically a UK show because I'm sure he was still working as a villain, but by that point the crowd were just cheering him. And I remember specifically remember a, a raw taping in the UK and it, the crowd were mental. But they never he, ever but they didn't put the strap on him then, didn't they? No, it was no. still they kinda of, they, they kinda of, um they, they dropped the ball they dropped the ball with it. He's always been just a guy you get the vibe off him that he's just a good guy as well, you know what I mean? He keeps right. his keeps his heat done, comes in, does the work, or is all never disappoints. And also, see when WWE Network started and uh, him and Edge were doing that show together. It's one of the best things on the network when they were doing that comedy show. He's a talented guy. That's not my bag. He's a talented guy. I just bit my lip. Um, Davey wants to put her Christian Cage as well. He says, mad to think a year ago we thought he was retired forever. Unbelievably good in the ring since coming to AEW. And the Omega match was his best yet. Next one should be even better. Absham wants to put her the excitement around wrestling. SummerSlam on Saturday. Imagine if CM Punk Disney show up on Rampage and instead he actually returns to WWE at SummerSlam. It would be absolute pandemonium. So 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 Sunday SummerSlam. No Saturday, Saturday SummerSlam. Saturday, Saturday <gasps> SummerSlam. Where about? Uh, Vegas. Yeah, uh, the uh, the T-Mobile Arena. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got SummerSlam. You've got <clears throat> Rampage on Friday, SummerSlam Saturday, and then Takeover Sunday. Wow. So it's an amazing weekend of wrestling. And we, and I think Absham was right here. What an exciting time it is to be a wrestling fan again. Suddenly, because look at this weekend we've got coming up here. And also, that thing that he said there, man. You know, there was a time. This is what I feel the WWE has lost. There was a time when you couldn't fucking rule that out with the WWE. But, you know what I mean? There was a time when you couldn't rule out Vince McMahon going, I'll fucking give you 20 million. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Aye. I'll give you 20 million. Yeah. And you show yep. them SummerSlam and Seed. There's a time when you couldn't count that out. And it feels like the WWE has lost that bite now. It's yep. lost that hunger. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if WWE stand by while CM Punk turns up on this AEW show on Friday night and then Daniel Bryan is probably going to follow in short order, things can change. Things can change. I'm not saying it could be curtains, but I'm saying things can change, you know what I mean? Because there is nothing less cool on the planet just now than the WWE. There's nothing less cool. The Taliban, maybe. (laughs) Slightly less cool than the WWE at the minute. See, the Taliban, I keep seeing it on the news and it keeps seeing the Taliban takeover and I keep it thinking it sounds like a fucking wrestling oh, fuck Sounds like a finishing move, the Taliban the takeover. Taliban takeover. <laughs> I just feel that there is nothing less cool than the WWE just now. You know what I mean? That's really and that, made me laugh, John. And that trickle's done. Oh, that trickle's done. There's nothing less cool than the WWE. NXT isn't cool. You know, and this is, this is the danger for... Again, you know, I say this quite often on here. Your companies like ICW and stuff like that, you know what I mean? The British Indies, the Indies that are on the WWE Network, there is no cooler fucking, no less cool place to be than the WWE Network. (laughs) Genuinely. Now that might change. That might change, but this is the problem. It's only going to change if the WWE change, and it doesn't look as if change is on the cards. But you never know. Things change fast in the sport of professional wrestling. We'll be back right after this. (laughs) Rochi Boy wants to put on Nakamura winning the Intercontinental title. 
Great to see now Celtic's second best ever Japanese player experience in such a great wrestling career. <laughs> Very good. Uh, also well done, Christine, winning the Impact title. And uh, Roshi Boy's been a bit frustrated by Nikki Ash's booking since she won the belt and seen her being pinned by Rhea Ripley as a champ as a bad omen. I'm sure Nikki's no bother. I think she's quite happy being on Raw every week and mixing it up with all the, all the big players and getting her. Did you see her new two sheet two t-shirts are out or merches? No, I didn't. Sale? Yeah, Nikki Ash t-shirt. I need to see that. She's got the she's got the t-shirts. She's got the merch rolling out. Would this be the first t-shirts she's had, or did she have t-shirts when she was? I would think that she this is her first t-shirt unless unless there was the, what was the um, the faction she was in with Demo and Eric Young. Annie. Uh, aye, sanity. There, right. might, there oh, might have I mean, been a sanity t-shirt, but do you know what? Nikki is going to absolutely run him up with this gimmick. I think so. I think so. And it's a merch. It's a merch dream, isn't it? The really? Wayne's are wanting that, and the, the t-shirt with the, the t-shirt with the butterfly on it. I thought yep. that's great, man. That's a that's a belter. Um. So well done, Nikki. She has really, uh, really turned a big corner. Mark wants to put all the buzz around Rampage. The first dance, genuine excitement of the possibility of CM Punk appearing. I just saw. My mate Greg Hempel was was tweeting out the other day. He was trying to work out how he could watch AEW Rampage really? here in the UK. This is it. It's bringing old wrestling fans back into the world. I mean, he's still a wrestling fan. He still watches the wrestling and stuff like that. But I think this is the first time he's ever tuned in AEW, to be honest. Do, do you, know do what you mean? think this is a sort of, let me ask you this. Do you remember the fever run about one night stand in 2005? Do you think it's a bit like that? I think this has got Mary a kind of feel of... <clears throat> AEW are starting to get a bit of a Nitro feel about them, a bit of an NWO feel about them, I think. I was there, I remember what it was like, and it's starting to get that kind of vibe run about it now. Uh, it's just exciting, it's just an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Jay wants to bury the lack of Jade Cargill, no being on Dynamite since May, hope they were going to use Rampage to push her to the moon, nada, well Jade Cargill did pop up, I'm happy she to say Jay. Week. You know, she popped up. She's gonna be she's gonna be on Rampage. I'm pretty sure she's got a match in Rampage on the same match that CM Punk returns, eh, the same night that CM Punk returns to wrestling. Uh and Jay wants to put over himself. No for any particular reason, just feeling a bit done and needed the compliment. Thanks for the pod, boys. I'm assuming Jay's uh, a guy here, which I shouldn't be doing. Scott wants to put a rab not breaking kayfabe. Seen him going past Kentucky Fried Chicken in the tune on Thursday, and I shouted Margaret Erafiend. And there wasn't so much as a glance. <laughs> did, you, did you hear it, Rob? Hear that or he didn't hear me. Sorry, I had my earphones on, so I probably wouldn't have heard oh, you. Oh, you got to watch um, that, mate. I appreciated it. Woo! So here's here's a, a, a thing I was thinking about, Grado, right? When yep. when Greg when Greg was talking about how he watches AEW in this mm-hmm. in this country and all that kind of stuff, right? Like, it made me think about Netflix and how sometimes watching Netflix without using something like ExpressVPN is like paying for a pay-per-view membership but only being able to see the main event, you know what I mean? Uh, you don't get to see the full thing. Exactly. So, can you explain to me more about how ExpressVPN works, mate? Because well, it's totally right. I mean, this 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 week, I'm sure you are able to catch uh, on live on Fight, the Fight Network, but, you know, later down the line, there might be such occasions where AEW is only available in the UK. What you need to do is you need to let ExpressVPN change your online location so that you can control where you want your Netflix, where you want your Fight app, where you're wanting your iPlayer to think where you're located. Now they've got a hundred different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows and as I say, it works with iPlayer, YouTube and many, many more. 
I'm trying to think off the top of my head what I've been watching recently. Um, there's been a couple of series on the Canada Netflix, and I just shoot up my Express VPN onto my media device, and I can untap it. And uh, you know, the, this uh, sort of content is available to me. It's just one tap of the button to connect. I refresh the page, and it is just completely geo-restricted, which is something that you need. Mm. Um, uh, why did I choose Express VPN? Well, let me tell you why. The blazing fast speed drab. You know, HD is up there with with absolutely zero buffering. Phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, the full lot, you can use it on. And they've got the added benefit of encrypting your data so that you can browse the web securely. So be smart. Stop paying the full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. You need to get your money's worth. And I've got a link for you, expressvpn.com slash daft. Don't forget to use it because you can get three months free on ExpressVPN. That's expressvpn.com slash daft. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to do a run-in. Come on and talk wrestling, talk nonsense, talk whatever you want. But this week, we welcome someone very special. He has been getting in touch with us over the past couple of months saying to his boys, it's time to launch NWA UK and the United Kingdom. It's time to bring the big belt back in the UK. It's time that me and Grado and John launched our own promotion in some form that is allied with NWA in the United States of America. It's time for this to happen. And the man who has been persuading us to do this thing is in the room and his name is Brian McCart. Hello. <laughs> All right, mate. We started. What's going on, man? How are you doing? What's happening? So he just he just gave you a big intro there because you probably didn't hear it connected to your audio, but he basically uh, said, "I gave you a, time, I gave time you a big now. intro, mate, and you went like that." All right. Well, we want to blame someone. We want to blame John. <laughs> I always get the blame. Leaving the talent in in that green room. Didn't even turn the chat on. Right, brother. Where, where where are you just now? Because to describe to the listeners, I can see. An arcade cabinet behind you. Right. I can I can see windows. You can. Let me just grab this for you real quick. Oh. Oh. Good audio content, John. Thank you very much. So uh, that's a that's a one of these retro preloaded video arcade gimmicks. What does it say up top? WrestleFest. That's the WrestleFest thing. WrestleFest so, version of it, yeah. But it's—is this your house? It's my house, yeah. Uh, I am in the process of a literal fucking nightmare. <laughs> but these are the boxes that are being packed up. Um, yeah. You what do you on? mean the boxes that are getting packed up? What do you mean by that? Oh yeah. So long story short, um, and I don't think you have the emotional capacity or the time to hear the story. Uh, so we'll never get to the wrestling. But for the past nine months, I am trying to move house. I have a son 
being born on September 10th. You know what that means. Congratulations. Thank you. We're also completing the house move on the 14th of September. Jesus Jesus Christ. So we're going from hospital bed to new house bed. And I'm on the third sale agreed. And since February, arseholes, gobshites and cunts have been coming out of the woodwork to fuck me over repeatedly. Uh, So you can probably see by my face uh, that I look like a mid-used Kyle's custom that he's just left behind. (laughs) Uh, I'm absolutely knackered, abused, molested uh, from one side to the other. Uh, But you think think everything's going to... I'm going to keep that from my own podcast because it's a whole fucking story. You think everything's going to go smoothly this time, though? Well, apart from, yeah, maybe... Uh, Listen, house, see, see by the time yeah. it's 20th of September, mate. 20th of September, right. you'll be in your new house with your new baby and it'll be on the past and you'll be feeling good. Uh, have you got any other kids? Is this your first? I have a four-year-old that's probably going to run around and looking out. Fantastic. We boy or we girl? We girl. So we girl. Fantastic. One of each. I'm a completist. Fantastic. Hey, you, just, I'm getting, I, I don't know. You're quite an interesting character. Yeah, I'm just listening much. to your voice and your accent. Right, mate. What have you been Something saying? You've been saying nwa are we here to fix the world of wrestling or well what we can get to my story what do you want to know is what are you what are you bringing to the deal mate what am i bringing well i like yeah it's long overdue and i would join along heartily with your ab and saying there's only one tony can tony can <laughs> But Tony Khan um, isn't he NWA though. Tony Khan is a well. Tony Khan is uh, Tony Khan is the blueprint of it all. That it you don't need to be sitting under the learning tree of the friggin' greatest wrestling promoter in the world and sitting next to Pat Patterson. All you need to be is a fan with good ideas, and that's all Tony Khan is than the rest of us. So if you've got good ideas, why can't you do something, Rap? You're famous. This is enough. a very smart thing you've said there, actually, where you don't have to sit under that learning tree because that's definitely. What WWE are going for nowadays, what WWE are kind of saying nowadays is that if you want to be a professional wrestler, you come to NXT, you sign up to the WWE, you come to us and all that. But I think to any neutral looking on at the minute, they would think, why would we come to that element tree? It looks like you don't have a fucking clue. No. Triple H had his arse handed to him by a guy who read the magazine. Like Eric Bischoff said in his book, uh, a bunch, a whole bunch of other things. One of the things he said was, "If you can't be better, be different." WWE with Vince McMahon running as long as he had, it means all you have to be is different to be better. It's death by a thousand cuts. All you need to do is point the camera the right way. Don't shake it the fuck. Stand beside the TV like a human being. Uh, mention the city you're in. There's a hundred and one things, but the main thing is just like have a logical story where somebody wins and that plays into the next week. Or I don't know what WWE is these days. I don't give up on it. But have you got NW any... Power was like was great the, the first season. Uh, oh, it was so good, right? Yeah. It was so good. So all you need to do is not you know sail too close to the sun. If you can write ten good episodes and you can film that in the studio, like you may have contacts in the BBC, you write that. And you know. So long as you don't get too advanced, like Lucha Underground went too wild, you know, stay within your sandbox, know what you're doing, having the characters. There is a wealth of talent in the UK and Ireland that didn't go near WWE and are far cooler for having not gone there. Uh, I would do you do you agree with what I said that 
what I just said earlier on this episode, right? There is nothing less cool than the WWE just now. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I know anyone, I don't know how anyone argues against it. I only the only WWE I see now is Botchamania, and it is wild what they're putting on TV. That winking doll and your doll even Marie <laughs> falling over. I couldn't believe it. That woman has done stunt shows, has done movies, and that made it on the TV where she like tripped over her ankle because of the wee girl in the a scary swing. doll. Wild. Like, have you have you got any promoting experience, Brian? Which which your background of, in, in terms of wrestling? Are you just a fan? Yeah, just like Tony. If I hit the Powerball, if I hit the Euro Millions, I'll be Tony McCann and I'll be booking my own show. <laughs> uh, it's all it takes. There's a, you know a ton I've... of talent you could use uh, for NWA Scotland or, or people around, people from the, from Ireland, Northern Ireland. But sometimes I know I know what you're saying, but it must be easy. But I don't reckon it is as easy as that. And I'm not saying that you couldn't do that at all. That's not what I'm saying, Brian. But I have seen it in the past where. Guys with a bit of money come in, they promote shows and they make a total arse of it. And it's they go in with the incentive that they're gonna be the biggest in the UK, they're gonna be the best, they're gonna have this, and you turn up at the show and they've you know they've booked twelve matches and they've got four run ins and uh, You can you say know. a five star if you want. <laughs> By the way, you're for half it. Because some of that was completely brainless. I remember one I, I was um I was booked to wrestle Carlito in one of the nights. In fact, two of the nights, right? Out of the four nights. And the first one was, it was Grado versus Carlito in Newcastle. And I'm going, right, what, what, what we're doing, what's the finish? What's the blah, blah, blah? And, the, and he said, the promoter says, no, what we're doing is, Carlito, you're going to come out for your entrance and Carlito is going to, uh, you know, attack you from behind, do a number on you, and then you're going to be, you're going to be taken out by medics. And I'm going, well, why that? He says, because we want to build it up to tomorrow night in fucking Liverpool. I'm going, but the fans, what, what do you, why are you, what's, what, what? People have came to see one of the matches that are advertised, Greedo versus Khalil. Nobody's gone to Liverpool tomorrow night. Nobody's gone and watch it on the fucking telly. This is a complete waste of time. But he was like, no, no, trust me. Trust me. And he, I honestly, you see, I, I felt I felt so dirty walking back for that, going, why did I know, you know, fight my corner and go, you know, because there was some fans there that were gutted that never got to see the match because it wasn't Greedo Khalil, two kind of comedy guys or at least guys with mega gimmicks. And they just totally made an ass it. And there's been other times as well where I mean, I've been doing shows, and you know, they've they've booked the um, you know no canvas match, just the boards. And I've been backstage with it, and the same promoter's gone. Look, I've got to get you a sponsorship deal. I'm going to bring in Sting. I'm going to sell Grado bum bags. You're going to be the next big thing. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And you just think, oh my god. You can mention world sport if you want. <laughs> 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 Again, you're pretty fucking accurate. It, it it takes, yeah, there's like, you didn't have to be one of the boys to see what was going on with Five Star, that half the people coming out had their name up, but no graphic picture. We went to Belfast show and it was like a snowstorm and Rem oh, Mysterio was pulled. I pulled out of that one. That was the yeah. one. We, we, it was Everyone Del pulled Re- out of it. Everyone pulled out of it. Yeah, and, yet, and yet, despite the skeleton crew, Chris Masters and whoever his mate was at the time came out to do a face-to-face Aye. set up a match for another night and it's like didn't even fucking hear they sent in Alberto Del Rio who because there was no one at the crowd didn't know which camera to work at so it was I can't believe what that would have looked like on TV oh, mate. it was do you know snow what? city like it was wild 
I mean, I remember as well the money guy right backstage, and you you had all these yanks. I've probably told this before when we've brought up five star, but like so, like Coke Cabana going backstage to promote, going, "Hey, buddy, you've not booked my flight. I need to be back in Chicago for tomorrow night." He was like, "Fine, I'll get you. Don't worry, I'll get your flight. Just somebody details. I'll get your flight." And I got one here. Okay, how much is it? Three and a half grand. <laughs> you know, for the fucking return flight, and he, it was it was insane. It was insane. The money he was just honing out, and I'm going. You have no book, book this wrestler, his return flight. This is fucking absurd. The money that they must have lost. Aye. Yeah, Offer a computer it's... game that never happened. But however, however, let's say this, right? Let's say this. There's a there's a thing that promoters say. Promoters like to say that, oh, everybody thinks they can promote a show, but they can't, right? As if there's some kind of special... As if it takes a special person to do it, right? Well. And I've never really been super convinced that's true. It's not. Gradle's well, run a show. Well, you're right. <laughs> and also, no, no, and what's, also, what's any what's any different from that? Like, what's anyone who runs a arts fair? Like, you book your venue, you have your budget, you keep to it, and you be realistic. Obviously, the, the people that are talking about some of these like the fight star stuff, and you look at it and think, how can a promotion afford to fly? You know, Jim Cornette in to do commentary. It's like, you know, all of these things that happened before in the past. But I mean. Mm-hmm. With an NWA, with that format, and a uh, you know single screen TV, and the reality is, if you stay on board with Billy and and Tony, something filmed in a studio in the, in America could slot into the exact same format of your show, and you would have be able to you know remote, remote zooms, you know dial in digital media, that you can put together a show on a budget that you would have say, 10 episodes and you film it over a certain amount of days, right. you can manage your budget. A full-on promotion that's on the road. Do you think that me and Gredo should get in touch? Right, let's say we let's say we did this, right? Let's See, before say, you get into this, Trav, I just need to clear this up. Before, I, know yeah. you, I, want, I just want to get this in. You know, I've said that about the promoters, but the same token, look at the progress, guys. Jim Smallman, John, and what do you call them? Now, you might not be big fans of them, but they were just fans and they, you know, so they, they, everyone they, they is, yeah, they're just fans. Yeah, yeah. You're either you're either a fan or your parents were in the business. There's no other promoters, like mm. you know, in the best of them. Who's 100%. the best first generation promoter? The shows were good. No, exactly. And no, we they won't get to those as well. Mm. So we ideas for that. Smash yeah, the budget. Your shows would have been better if you'd have booked me on them right enough grade open. Never mind. We'll talk about that another time. I think you should. Um, you have the the creator copyright, don't you? You got that all nailed down. <laughs> Family show. <laughs> if you ask me if I've got the creator copyright, yeah, that what you just said. Because here's my idea. I want to pitch this one to you, right? WNWA. This is we do a double deal, double shot. We get with ten. Was it Bray Wyatt? Basically, your mate on the old WhatsApp. Hey. Right. So he's rotunda on NWA, hey. and he's just like a proper wrestler. Hey. Comes over for Glasgow. He does the three days of taping, right? Mm-hmm. Him and Jojo want a wee panto run. Mm-hmm. Grado's family show featuring the friend. And he can bring his own masks and he can have a wee weekend there and he can book his own shows with all his gobbledygook magic shite. And you the can friend. sell sweets and big foam fingers. And we're off to the races. Think about it. <laughs> Telling you. Brilliant. Fucking love the friend, by the way. <laughs> the friend. That's the best. The creepy friend. <laughs> Sort it. Right. People would come. People would come all over to see Brad doing that crazy stuff. People Brian, let, let's say, let's say me and Grado, because I'm always at Grado. I'm always saying to Grado, Grado, don't you fucking dare show 
I'm always saying it. This is what I did. Gredo goes, I'm booked for this show. It'll be my first match back, blah, blah, blah. And I'm always saying it. Don't fucking day. Don't fucking turn up at somebody else's show. Come out. Do your, do your, your first match back. Don't fucking do that. Save it for your own thing. Save it for your own thing. It should, do, it should be your own promotion. You should be the one that's making the money off the tickets when you're making your first appearance back. I'm always saying that to him, right? He's one of two things he can do. You can do that. Or he can stop all of this AEW botches, Jim Cornette bollocks. And he can so try, to play, try to play nice. Try to play nice. And then when that music hits and Aaron, Aaron Brew, Aaron Jew, Great O'Colcabana comes out in Glasgow, the crowd will wild. Let me tell you, you know, this nonsense in the butt. 100% if AEW did a show in Britain. Be mad they'll not fucking to. book you. Mad not to. Mm. But, they, but there's less chance of them booking you. If you've been on some fucking, mm. if you've been, listen, if you've been on the WWE network. Fuck no. Do you know what? Do you understand what I'm saying? Say that again. There's less chance of, if AEW did a British show, there is less chance of them booking you on that show if you've already appeared on the WWE network. Aye. I mean, I, 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 I don't agree with you. I mean, don't get me wrong, they were putting up, I was getting tagged and stuff all week because of this Warner Music issue. That they knew they've got access, they could have access to Madonna, which I've kind of looked me into. I don't actually think that they can, but it was something I kept getting tagged in all week. But um, I don't know, it's a bit jump to shark there, if I know with stuff like that. I don't know. I guess if, this is the one thing AW are doing is they're putting on shows that when you watch, you can see the people at those shows are having a good time, and that makes me want to buy a ticket to the show because I want to have a good time. And nothing's going to be more than that music coming off. Mm. I'll tell you the truth. I bought flights in a hotel to go see that music. <laughs> we went to the hydro. Uh, and you no, didn't, no, didn't, come, you didn't come out to it. And I hadn't a clue. <laughs> I don't follow it. But the year before, I saw that Goldberg. I saw the Drew. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want to go to that? And oh, we went to it. We mean... went to it. It was great. Uh, it was the start of it. of the start of the end, really. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mate, this is how you win Grado World, though. By the way, you just won Grado World there by saying that. Without uh, that, that honestly, that. it's 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 no no word of a lie. I can tell you the full story. Like I grew up on Rumble '92, Yellow Box videos, mm-hmm. and basically aged out of WWE once I started drinking and riding. And um, <laughs> then when I was able to buy a house, I was finally able to like afford a means to put a dish on to be able to record Sky because you couldn't you couldn't record. Sky with a chip box. So, like ten years ago, um, ten years ago, it's the night of the, it's like after the Nexus, basically the week after the Nexus, we had we had Sky and we had the box, and I watched as a kid, hit the record, and then me and the, me and the wife got sort of in into watching it, and another parallel here, Graham. Um, I went to I went to uh, WrestleMania twenty seven, you know, the shit one. Yes. Uh, I was at that as like a stag day with a mate, and um, me and the wife has been you know in the wrestling since. But what's his name on the TV says in his pipe bomb, "Hello, Colcabana," and I come to find out that I have the similar mindset of the Undertaker because I go, "What's a Colcabana?" <laughs> but um, I that's the first. I only have a podcast app because of Colcabana. Uh, I listen to all of those shows. I suddenly get into all of these characters. You get more invested in real human beings. Uh, so that's us entryway into the indie scene. And then you see Grado, you see ICW Fight Club and all of that stuff. So like we were at 
the last real mania new york me and the wife uh she loves it we've been the rev pro icw seen new japan we're in msg i love that all pure non WWE wrestling mania was the worst event of the entire weekend it's funny i wanted to cancel a network in the car park but the wife made us keep it until money in the bank and then money in the bank was that one where brock lesnar who wasn't in the match just came out and collected the eye sawed that off so i stacked that off i said the only wrestling so we watch AEW, but we watch anything. We're not AEW fans. We're wrestling fans. Just don't yeah. want to watch that dross. You talk about the cool factor and Grado in NXT. If they wanted them, they would have played in the first name on the list. Mm-hmm. That's from now. I'll tell them where to go. Okay, I mean, it's fucking never, too, right? Oh, it's never, it's never been one of the case. It's never been a thing. But I need. Grado's always got. To, hold on, Grado. You've always got to watch your what you say. Grado's got a lot of pals. He's got a lot of pals here and there and this company and that company and all that, right? So I always kind of take the role of saying the things, right? No. If what you've been suggesting to us, what you're always messaging us and saying, Brian, is like, you need to do that, set up an NWA UK, set up a something, set up a set up some kind of alternative, right? Who should we be trying to go into business with? Should we be trying to go into business with Billy, uh, NWA? Or Tony Khan, AEW. So the only reason I mentioned the NWA was because I was listening to the podcast. You were talking about doing your own thing, and then it rolled over into the It's Yourself special. And in that, Grado's talking about his life story and how he used to play it himself in his granny's kitchen and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he mentioned how oh, he used to have the NWA Scotland title. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Really, it's I- it's... That's something to start something from scratch, you know, to have the NWA affiliate. And I think that's what Billy's trying to do is to just like franchise this site. And there's definitely economies of scale in that. Well, I mean, there's a history. Start small. I would say there's more of a history in Scotland with that NWA title, the NWA UK title, you know what I mean? And even even personally, personally in my life, with my dealings back in the day with Andre Baker and stuff like that, Hammerlock. The NWA UK title was always like it was the thing. That was that was the reason why I kind of get in touch with Hammerlock way back in the day when you know when I was talking to Andre Baker not because I was like fuck me that's the NWA UK uh, title. Means you know something. Sh- Shamer texted me yesterday. What was he saying? Mate, conscience still has the NWA UK heavyweight title. He was the last ever champ. Fucking joking. Nah. I see you want for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we did the Tim Storm carry on. Oh my god, oh my god, by the way. Gredo, I'm serious here. We've got something here. Aye. You could do the Tim Storm. Is he is 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 conscience the, the last recognized NWA UK champion? Yep. yep. That is superb. But I should probably email Billy Gun Billy Gun. Billy what'd you call him? Billy, Billy Corgan tonight. Did did you say that he's interested in franchising it? Let's I think get... that's what he's after. I think that's the whole the idea that other people could pick up their own and then you get that sort of synergy between the two and and even that the, the great thing about tony can is he's treating wrestlers like independent contractors you can yeah and them. also tony can you need to book them for a couple of nights and tony he, can would be a benefit for business. them all tony can would do business with nwa uk he would he would he wouldn't worry about that grado let me put this to you why don't we try and get why would we try and get peter on the show as conscience to talk about let's the get the ball rolling that he is and what we do about that, because I don't, I, you know, I, I would, your conscience is retired. 
So I don't know how he would defend it, but could he defend it? He's still in the kitchen, man. He's the pirate king. He's getting know, over on could, Facebook. But, but could conscience defend it? I'm sure. I'm sure Con could get get himself sorted. I'm sure conscience. If he, knew, I'm sure he'd be up for it. I'd really do. I think he, if we gave him a couple of months, I need a couple of months as well. It would be interesting, wouldn't it? Goldberg can get ready for SummerSlam, guys. Aye, right. Goldberg can do it. <laughs> Is, conscious, is conscious got any kids that want to see him wrestle? Maybe that could motivate him. <laughs> Does he have any fat kids who can take their t-shirts off and shame them? Get them back. You I think that's what? a great idea. I think that's a great idea. But I wish your podcast, man. I need to listen to you. You're fucking very podcast. I haven't got one. This is it. I thought you said you, you had a podcast, no? Oh, no. My house move has just been an absolute... The amount of uh, various characters that have oh, that was along. Your, that was That's, just your joke there, was saying was I shall joke, save yeah. this for my podcast. We should do a podcast, uh, mate. See if we do... See if me and Grado end up doing an NWA UK show of some kind, right? Right? You want to book me as Tony McCann? Let's just imagine, right? Would you come and be like a backstage interviewer or something? Like, do, do a bit of backstage interviewing or something like that? It's whoever you want. Be some, I'm, um, timekeeper. Be, be some I'm kind like, of personality. No, because I like your wine, man. I like your Aye. wine. I'll be honest, I'll say much. something else to you here, right? Because um, we, we like to be honest on this show. See, before you came on for this, me and Gradle both went to John. Is this guy going to be a nutter? Mm-hmm. We did. Is this guy, is this guy going to be off his head? You're the total opposite. And you're the total opposite, Oh, no, actually. I'm definitely you... off my head. Don't, get, <laughs> don't miscast me here. You've what? came on and you've been articulate and funny and, and all that. I we could do some fucking I don't know business. about you, man, but I feel as if this podcast is just getting better by the week. This is the fucking best wrestling podcast. I'm telling you, man, I'm loving it now. Do you want me to put these over ones? for the podcast as well? well I'm aye, here. aye, if you could, mate, aye. All right, so I grew up, I say, as a wee guy, and I'll preface this, in Northern Ireland, people don't say as a wee guy, but I listen to your podcast enough that I use the phrase as a wee guy. <laughs> but... I, I like. I grew up. Well, I'm a wee fat kid. I grew up on the sofa with uh, wrestling and comedy, and particularly like the golden age of like the double acts that we had here: the cannons and balls, human beings, the crankies. You know, you name them. So, for comedy and wrestling to come together on this podcast is for me is perfect. Like, I only wish there would have been a Jack D and Macho Man podcast years ago. And what that would have been like. <laughs> Jack uh, D. Jack D. <laughs> no, so comedy and wrestling is great. Like, so this is that's my favorite show. And the fact this went from the Ayatollah of rock and roller, uh, this wee fat scrub in Belfast is says more about your show than it does about me, I guess. Uh, but uh, no, I, I love it. And um, comedy and wrestling is like it's a perfect I, you, match, you, you know. You said you no, write with no, you, right? Yeah, I've got that's that's the that's the put over. I'll do the Barry now if you want. Right, go. So it's called Wrestling Daft. You don't watch any of it. <laughs> well, hold on. I would like to say I do watch more wrestling now than you said. You said last did. week you can't imagine someone watching it or listens to this podcast who doesn't watch wrestling, and I'm listening at home thinking. You can't still watch wrestling either. <laughs> Grado doesn't. Hold on, Grado doesn't need to though. He is a wrestler. Aye, but I should, you know, because you come on and I, I, I basically when you start doing your put over and all that, and I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about, man. It's half the wrestlers I don't even know. But it's like I do football daft as well, and I fucking I can't be bothered with it by you. Right, Brian, we're going to make a commitment to you that we're going mm-hmm. to start watching more wrestling because I think I, I do Very think nice. that this is an exciting time. 
And I think we need to be properly engaged and informed and all of that. I need to be honest, I was totally uninspired. Let's see, maybe a year ago or something, or like a year and a half ago, when it was like, all the talk was NXT and Undisputed Era and all that. I was like, I can't fucking be bothered with any of this. I can't I can't look at these guys with a fucking trackies on. And, well, you, you know, know they I mean? killed it, though. You know, yeah, aye. It was yeah, them. they killed the, it. The, the problem with NXT, what happened was Vince stopped buying the wee skinny guys who would send through, and they yeah. all piled up. Mm. The Johnny Garganos, Adam Coles, Tommaso Champas. Vince got to look at them and went, eh. And then Triple H is stuck with the golden formula of indie star, title run, move them on. That fell over, and he didn't know what to do. And he had to suddenly book a two two hour TV show, and he's got whatever that Dexter Lemus thing is going on that I'm hearing about. And and the, is it a magic Chinese woman from 100 years old or something out there? Um, it's not what NXT was, but Vince doesn't want what NXT was, so he's screwed. So now the whole thing's been jacked off to the back and triple h is you know basically triple h is given credit for copying the power plant and there's as many power plant graduates in the SummerSlam main event than there is of any thing he ever did even even roman came from fcw like so Poor triple you're a smart guy Poor triple h. Poor triple um, h. Mate, it's been a, it's been great having you on you'll need to ask come a back. question oh. before yeah, I go. yeah 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 what's a crofty <laughs> There's some people that aren't from Scotland and have no fucking clue who this boy is or what he does, but think this is Crofty Daft. Um, can he work? Does he know a wrist lock from an arm lock? Can we book him? Crofty he, is. Could he be a ref or a timekeeper? Like, what's his name? Anybody else know him? Like, Crofty is a regional breakfast radio presenter. Like, great. Local, right? local. He's a, he's a local. He's not. Radio, it's no local. local Hold on. Radio presenter who dyes his beard. Right. Right. Listen. Come on. Crofty is my co-host on the Goredo Breakfast Show. He is a guy that's a radio veteran. He's been in the game. You know, he started off at Hospital Radio. He's became program directors everywhere he's went. He's a very smart, smart man. That's Crofty. Crofty, and I would get him involved in NWA UK. I'm sure he could be a commentator. What about these Barnston boys and the famous comedy lads? Can we get them involved? Listen, okay, Greg, do NWA UK would be... It would, it would go through the roof. Everybody would want involved. Frankie Boyle would want in. Everybody would want in. Bridges would want in. Everybody would want in. It would be the <laughs> best. Barrymore would want in. Oh, you've popped me so much, man. Brian, you're probably one of the best calls in this, by the way. Brian, thanks so much for coming calls. on. When we, we, we are going to get Conscience on, who is the NWA UK champion, He's still got the belt. We're going to get him on. We're going to get him to bring the big belt on. We're going to talk to him. And after we have met with Conscience and had a chat with him about that, we're going to get in touch with Billy. And then we're going to get back in touch with you, Brian, right? Because you're, you're a key part of this. And this is why people need to be listening to Wrestling Daft now, because something big is happening, I feel like, in this show. Brian, thanks so much for coming on. Well, I thought it was interesting just before you go, as you said, blueprint, and that's Ralph Lawrence's famous, famous word. That's, his, that's, that's my part. That was my favorite. gimmick. That was my gimmick back in the day. I've got a blueprint for the future of professional yeah, wrestling. Take this offline, guys. Have some meetings. All oh, right, you go. That's all I do, to be honest. What uh, did, did you have for your dinner? I had uh, a fish finger sandwich that horsed Mate. into me to be in time for seven forty-five. Only to be kept waiting like a bloody strobe. <laughs> Chat turned off. I'll tell you why, though. I'll we need to get why. professional back in professional wrestling, Rob. We can start with this show. 
Here's, here's why around. I know you kept waiting because wait until you listen to the show. I think this is the best episode of this has been. It was a fucking riot up the top. So you 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 have been on the best episode of Wrestling Daft ever. Well done, mate. Thanks very much. I will give you a road story as well about Grado, but I'll save that for another day. You want to do that? We can There's come no on next week. Send right. it in, Brian, so we can get it on. Right, send uh, it in. It's, uh, it's a bit different. Um, send it in, or, or, or maybe don't send it in. Maybe just, why don't you just come on? Aye. Come on on another episode as if you're in the motorways and tell us a story. Aye. Yes. I, can ping you, I can ping you the script, Rav. You, you have a couple of lines in it, but not many. Beautiful. All right. No worries, oh, man. Yeah. Right, thanks so much for coming on. Speak soon. All right. And good luck with everything, the house move and all that and the baby. And congratulations again on that, pal, right? Thanks very much. See you um, later, Brian. Yes, Brian. All the best, Graham. Oh, lovely, man. Speak See soon. Later, Bye, Brian. now. Lads, take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye, now. You just made the list! Now, it's the chance every week on the show to list your best and worst things about wrestling as we give you the list of wrestling daft. You can vote for what you want us to talk about by joining us at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Last week's losing nomination, the best ECW champions, was back up into the vote again against the best Summer Slams, as it is Summer Slam week. And with 65% of the vote, it was the best Summer Slams that won. We've definitely done this. We've done best summer slams, I think. But but regardless, regardless, let's uh, let's carry on uh, with us. No, I have to be honest, guys. I've always had a thing about SummerSlam where I kind of feel like there's not been that many good ones. Do you know what I mean? Oh, SummerSlam is my first real prayer. It's the first VHS I ever had was SummerSlam 89. Well, that was the first one I ever had in VHS. Uh, and summer, then I, I loved it so much. I I knew SummerSlam before I knew WrestleMania, like because it was the first tape I had. And I went back and I watched SummerSlam '88 after I watched '89. I thought that's amazing. And then got into WrestleMania after that. Um, I will, but but for me, it's always been the kind of inferior. It's always been kind of like much less consequential, I would say, than a WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get what that. were you, Gredo? What you feel? What's your feeling on that? I'd say for me, the except, I mean, it's definitely, I've got a bigger buzz for SummerSlam than what a day to Survivor Series, but it's nowhere near the Rumble and WrestleMania. Especially in the last couple of years, I've never, ever felt to go out my way to watch it. What's um, your, what, how would you ask the top four, pay, the big four, Gredo, what's your favourite? You know, I've got to say, like, I know everybody likes to be go, oh, you know, the Rumble is the best. The Rumble is brilliant, but it's definitely got to be Mania. Right, so Mania, Mania, then Rumble, then, then Rumble, SummerSlam. then it's SummerSlam, and then it's Survivor Survivor. Series. I can so you, would, you, you would have you would have a WrestleMania ahead of Royal Rumble all the time? Aye, because, no, because there's, like, two Rumbles now, and, you know, sometimes they do the 40-man stuff, and it's too long. And uh, I just think just the general the buzz of WrestleMania the full week and stuff like that it's always it's always good. Have we padded yeah. for enough time so you can work at your top three, Rab? What? Have we padded enough so you can work at your top three. <laughs> well, what the problem I've got is right. I don't want to just be blasting right out with SummerSlam '91, right, which is my number one. And everybody knows why SummerSlam '91 is my favourite. Why is SummerSlam '91 my favourite? Because Mister Perfect won IC title. Is that right? It was Mr. Perfect versus Bret Hart at SummerSlam '91, and uh, one of the best, one of the best matches ever. But the best match ever at a SummerSlam, I think. 
You know what I mean? And these two guys were just just the best. It's, I think I've said in a previous episode that I've started to get really kind of merry and appreciation for Bret Hart new. I don't know if it's because of um, uh, Ian Drew Dice Clay on, <laughs> on Twitter because he's always banging on about Bret Hart and always banging on about the stuff that Bret Hart did, but because I was such a Mr. Perfect fan, I was always kind of a wee bit anti-Bret Hart, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, so SummerSlam 91 is my favourite. And it was also, I think that was one of the earliest pay-per-views that I ever saw. You know what I mean? I'm just going to take this moment just while I remember. Remember, you can still get cameos by done by Grado. Cameo.com oh slash Grado. It had a couple of cameos this week for people that listen to the show. So I just want to say thanks very much for that. And uh, yep, you can get your cameos whenever you need to. Why, why are we taking this point to a commercial break, Grado? Grado. How many cameos have happened now for you? Seven. <laughs> but that's, with, you, that's, that's only through promoting it through here. And what do you do? Well, what happens is you get a wee alert and you get the, the shtick that they, they, they provide. You know, this is for such and such. She's turned 30. She's a big fan. You know, she's been doing well helping her wee brother move house. And, you know what I mean? Or she starts school in one day and she loves two doors down. And you just kind of... The problem is I'm having to, nah, aye, no, there's no problem with it at all. I love doing it. So if anybody's need a camera, then you just know what I'm on. And so how much have you made all again on now? I don't know. Come on. Rap, come now. on, you must have your list now. Number three, what's number three? <laughs> my number three, uh, well, my number two. Well, I've told you my number one, right? So that's my number one. My number two is weirdly, even though it isn't a great summer, I don't think it's on the whole a great summer slam, but just... Uh, for sentimental reasons, and I know Steve Haw- Steve Austin hates this one because it can cuss you on it, but uh, SummerSlam 98, um, Highway to Hell stuff, I just remember the buzzer in that one was massive, uh, and it was the Attitude Era, it was right in the thick of the Attitude Era, uh, so I really, really loved that. And my third one is probably going to be the SummerSlam 2005, I would say. SummerSlam 2005, I love because I think the Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels match is one of my favourite uh, modern back. wrestling matches. It fucking makes me hoot it's when a, I watch it's a that. Fucking hoot in it. it I really am is. roaring when I'm watching Shawn Michaels selling in that match. It's fucking hilarious. And if anybody out there has never seen that Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan match at SummerSlam 2005, you need to watch it. When you hear the the the, the rumor, the rumor that it's always went about is that Shawn Michaels wasn't really happy about how. He was going to have to go out and sell like fuck for Hulk Hogan. And so he went into pure like WWF 1985 cartoon mode. And it's fucking hilarious, isn't it, Gredo? And you can kind of see that Hogan's gone, he's fucking, he's mugging me off here. This is a stitch up. He's he's at it here. He's at it. This guy's at it. Here's the amazing thing about Shawn Michaels, right? Because even though Shawn Michaels is kind of taking the piss there, it's, his selling is still fucking magnificent. It's unbelievable stuff. You know what I mean? Anyway, that's my that's my take. Any any points to make, Agredo? No. I mean, did you? Um, on SummerSlam, I loved um, SummerSlam 2000. I mean, I loved that. I thought that was brilliant. What was that? that? That was. Oh, fuck, I don't remember. Is it the Rock and Christ? Who was it? It was SummerSlam 2000. Oh Jesus. Well, let's what see what I the remember was, was the, the, you know, the, the TLC. It was a TLC one match. Mate, Google it. Google it. Let's see what the punters are saying. 
Um, Pablo says 1992 has to win, whether it wants to or not. Biggest legit crowd in WWF to that point, only major UK pay-per-view, first known Hogan pay-per-view and one of the greatest main events in history. Steven says, best SummerSlam without a doubt is 2002. What a curd. Brock beating Rock for the belt. Angle versus Rey Mysterio and Triple H versus HBK in that street fight. That was the first night I ever got drunk, SummerSlam 2002. Wow. My brother told me to get the green, red, hot chili peppers. And every night since. He's a gobbledygooker. <laughs> Says best SummerSlam 91. There we go. Hot Rod, Gorilla, Bobby in commentary. Everybody remembers it for Brett versus Perfect, which is amazing. But some great feuds. Mountie versus Big Boss Man. Mountie getting sent to jail. Ted DiBiase versus Virgil. We pay off for that. And Andre's final appearance. He also had Legion of Doom winning tag belts and proper mega tag match to close the show. Just a great pay-per-view. Great one. That was my number one, guys. Chris says SummerSlam 88 when Hogan and Savage beat Ted DiBiase and Andre the Giant because Miss Elizabeth flashed her scans. <laughs> Kev says 1990, the first WWF pay-per-view I watched from start to finish. Perfect versus Tornado. Heart Foundation versus Demolition. I made him fall in love with wrestling and I've watched ever since. Well, there you go. Definitely that 91, wasn't it the first SummerSlam I saw? Because I saw that one. Uh, Scott says, SummerSlam 2005 is brilliant. You had the Edge, Matt and Lita storyline coming to your head. Wasn't a fan of that. Rey Mysterio versus Eddie for the custody of Dominic in the main event. HBK overselling everything. Hogan hit him with. Beautiful. Andrew says 90 as well. First pay-per-view I watched after getting Sky and it sticks to me. Warrior versus Rude. Um, Power and Glory starting the end of the Rockers. Hogan versus Earthquake and the three falls tag match with Demolition. And Heart Foundation and sadly Mr. Perfect dropped the Intercontinental belt to the Texas Tornado and I'm sure everybody remembers. Grado, do you remember Mr. Perfect selling that Tornado punch? Yes. Absolutely magic. And do you Seeking remember gifts. Do you remember something? What What is weird about how Mr. Perfect sold that Tornado punch? Um, Did he get punched one way and he fell the other? Yeah, he gets punched one way and he span in the other direction. It still looked brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> No, listen, there's loads more content for wrestling daft at patreon.com forward slash wrestling. I'll tell them about it, Rav. They'll give you, give you your voice. All oh, right, go for it, go for it. Can I just I mean, say, before be... you tell them about it, though, Grado, that oh, yeah? I'm going to promise them uh, that over this weekend, I am going to <laughs> get on, I'm going to record something on Sunday that is about Rampage, that is about SummerSlam. I'm going to talk about a kind of review of the shows because it's a big wrestling weekend. So this weekend, I'm going to record the kind of some kind of review of these shows and you'll only be able to see that on the Patreon. It'll be a video and you'll only be able to see it on the Patreon. Carry on, you, 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 you. I said what I said, mate. I said what I said. Patreon.com slash wrestling daft. That's for Patreon. You can get bonus episodes there. Extra content. Oh, Rab is going to record something at the weekend so you can get involved with our community. And the best way to do it is just get to Patreon.com. We've got different tiers uh, and we promise that loads of content is going to come soon. So if you fancy becoming one of our patrons, sign up now because you could uh, be, get involved in the run-ins and chats and everything else. It just really is a fantastic piece of media outlet. So it's patreon.com slash wrestling daft. <laughs> It's time now for the part of the show where we jump in a car and pretend we are wrestlers on the way back for a show as we try and one-up each other on the road with stories, and that's why we call it Wrestling Daft Road Stories. So let's get in the car and see what happens. So, Gredo, what a match tonight, eh? What a match, man. 
Um, I, I was a, that was a, that's a hell of a good event, that. Um, Tony McCann. Tony McCann was great. Booked the night, wasn't it? It was, I'd say it was good. It was good because he just came out and he, he, the first thing he says to me was, I know your ma! Right. I know your ma! Just a, I want to tell you a wee story here, Go. Just a, a wee bit of background first. If I'm in a boozer, right, or driving past somebody, or even as recently as getting my COVID jag, right, if I see somebody in an NWO or a Bullet Club t-shirt, then I'll throw up a wee too sweet. Right? That's so weird. Because I'm friendly like that, you know. And Austin 316, you know, a wee nod, can not help myself? Now, I read a thing with Scott Hall recently where he was talking about how much money he still makes for NWO merch because it's got to be such a huge thing that it transcends wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a cool standalone brand. So, you swing a left here, mate. Right, so, I'm at tea in the park, right, walking through a crowd at main stage and I see a guy with a beer money t-shirt on for the back. Right? <laughs> now, as soon as I saw a TNA logo, couldn't see any other outcome other than this guy absolutely loving what I was about to do. <laughs> With the greatest respect to beer money, I don't think they ever transcended wrestling to the point that folks started wearing their merch to afternoon festival slots to watch fucking Newton Faulkner or something, right? So I put my arm on his shoulder and I rose at him. Beer money! <laughs> Waiting on him shouting back, money! He didn't he? He just looked at me like I was a madman looking for a beer. Like he was thinking, I mate, beer, aye. <laughs> I was walking away and then I thought, I don't think he got that. Right? Much like your man at the petrol station last week, after having been festival drinking, I was always going to double down. Assuming you're familiar with the bit in the middle of the matches, they'd both hunched down kind of jog on the spot. It's like that rain dance at Seagulls Day when they're trying to con worms out of the ground, right? <laughs> then Rude throws his horns up and shouts, BEER! And Storm throws his horns up, money! So I'm hunched in front of the guy doing the seagull, right? And I leap up, beer! <laughs> Crickets. Should have left. <laughs> Guy's just staring at me. At this point, I should have been embarrassed, but I thought he just wasn't getting that it was a wrestling reference, and I should have just explained the whole episode was a reference to his t shirt, just explained what I wanted to have. Instead, I started a circle of people as if I was calling for a dance off. I started playfully chopping the guy, but I'd had a few, I was probably going at it like Ric Flair, and I'm shouting, Sorry about your damn luck! <laughs> I'm thinking there's absolutely no way this red chested and surprised music fan doesn't know exactly what's going on, but I'm hunched doing Day in the Seagull again. <laughs> Hoping there's a wrestling fan. There wasn't by the way. In this circle of people, all I can think is, how fucking good looking is Bobby Roode that he doesn't look like an idiot doing this? <laughs> I leap up. Beer! Nothing. I just said, sorry to the guy and left. <laughs> just take his interest drive through, mate. We'll get a wee burger. <laughs> I fucking love shit like that, man. And Mark oh. says, Mark, who sent that story in, says, anyway, I love the podcast. One of my highlights in my week. He says, I'm not sure that's funny enough to be considered for a road story, but I no, just thought was. I'd write it doing it. It was, mate. It was funny. No, it enough. was very funny, and you can, and can totally relate to it. With it, see these Bullet Club T-shirts. Somebody was driving. See, coming home from wish already, John. Yeah, there was a guy in like a um, like a people carrier, an old like two, early two thousands people carrier. And he was wearing a, a Bullet Club T-shirt, and I went, "Oh, hey, 
and I was like fucking chasing him. Do you know what I mean? Because there was a bit of traffic and I'm trying to get about and I'm going, hey, hey, hey. He never looked around, but I was going to go, you know, give the fucking. <laughs> And I thought, well, I'm a Dane, man. This is pathetic because this has come back to me when I asked before. It has happened. You know, you go up to Bullet Club folk and, and give them the fucking horn hanging and go, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah, but, but it's a thing, isn't it? It's like, I think it's just a thing that every wrestling fan has where it's like you're excited when you see another wrestling fan, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Aye. You Aye. know, it's like, it's, you know. I mean, I've, but I've done it before. I've done it before where I've seen guys with an ICW hoodie and I went up and went, I see dub! And, you know, they've just went, right, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're like, what? It's me. <laughs> it's me. Well, listen. Well, that, come on. I've had a fucking hoot in the hall of the night. I'll tell you, boy. Listen, that is it. That's a great show this week. I think it's a. I think it's been our best episode ever. Uh, I think we're just going for strength to strength, like you said. Now, remember, get yourself on the Patreon if you want to see my video uh, after this weekend about the big weekend in wrestling where everything changes. We're quite serious as well, what we're saying about, um, you know, we need to make a bigger commitment to watching the wrestling shows now because I think we're heading into a very interesting time. And uh, I feel like there's an appetite out there for um, for Jim Cornette's podcast to go out of business. I think people are starting to turn on Jim Cornette, so we need to be ready there to, to pick up that audience when they, when they turn their back on Weird Jim. And so we need to pick a listener of the week. And for me, Grado, I don't know if you agree with this, Jordy Coyle, he's Mr. Astermind and take the yes. high road dog and two pints of Justin Liger. He takes it. He takes the Jordy Coyle, I believe you. Has Jordy Coyle won it before? Yep, he has indeed. He has got the title back. Um, he's won it back. I wish we could. We should have started. We should have kept track of how many times people were champions. Why did we not do that? See, before um, we go, are we all watching Rampage Live the morning night? Well, what time will it be live? I think it starts at 3 a.m. Oh, I won't be. Nah. Oh, I need to watch it first thing on Saturday morning. Yeah. Aye. So it's going to be a big bumper day on Saturday. Um, so, and the way to watch it is Fight TV. Fight TV. Fight TV. So, yeah, I'll be watching it on Saturday morning, then I'll be watching SummerSlam on Saturday night. I'll watch, I'll watch SummerSlam live. No. <laughs> I won't either. No. I'll watch SummerSlam live. Uh, but listen everybody thanks so much please keep listening please keep supporting because we want to keep doing the show we don't want to you know go out of business the way the Marks did um, so <laughs> listen to the last Mark show on Tuesday we'll be looking sh- back at the weekend in wrestling as well make sure you listen to the very final Mark show on Tuesday because they've, they've done a great job they've been giving you a proper wrestling show while we've been doing this nonsense uh, and right. let's be serious man aye they, they had great great uh, guests, I let's just congratulate them on what they done, man. They've no marks, they spread the word. So, well, I'm turning on shit now. That'll do us right. We're going up the road, but they were no, it's true what you're saying. No, it was great. Aye. And I loved it. I loved the fantasy wrestling thing they did. John was brilliant at that. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Rap. Yes, that's it for wrestling. Death rate review and subscribe on Apple or get us wherever you get your podcasts for more content. Get on the Patreon, check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Thanks so much for listening. We love you a lot. We'll see you on the next one. Up the road now, Grado. Walter! Audio Frontier. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 